TheLinguist.com, the power of language. Mr. Speaker, the disastrous military events which have happened during the past fortnight have not come to me with any sense of surprise. Indeed, I indicated a fortnight ago, as clearly as I could to the House, that the worst possibilities were open. And I made it perfectly clear that whatever happened in France would make no difference to the resolve of Britain and the British Empire to fight on, if necessary for years, if necessary alone. I have thought it right upon this occasion to give the House and the country some indication of the solid practical ground upon which we base our inflexible resolve to continue the war. There are a good many people who say, never mind, win or lose, sink or swim, better die than submit to tyranny, and such a tyranny. And I do not dissociate myself from them. But I can assure them that our professional advisers of the three services unitedly advise that we should carry on the war and that there are good and reasonable hopes of final victory. We have fully informed and consulted all the self-governing dominions. These great communities, far beyond the oceans, who have been built up on our laws and on our civilization and who are absolutely free to choose their course, but are absolutely devoted to the ancient motherland and who feel themselves inspired by the same emotions which lead me to stake our all upon duty and honor. We do not yet know what will happen in France or whether the French resistance will be prolonged, both in France and in the French Empire overseas. The French government will be throwing away great opportunities and casting adrift their future if they do not continue the war in accordance with their treaty obligations, from which we have not felt able to release them. The House will have read the historic declaration in which it is desire of many Frenchmen and of our own hearts, we have proclaimed our willingness at the darkest hour in French history to conclude a union of common citizenship in this struggle. However matters may go in France or with the French government or other French governments, we in this island and in the British Empire will never lose our sense of comradeship with the French people. If we are now called upon to endure what they have been suffering, we shall emulate their courage. And if final victory rewards our toils, they shall share the gains. I, at freedom, shall be restored to all. We abate nothing of our just demands. Not one jot or tittle do we recede. Czechs, Poles, Norwegians, Dutch, Belgians have joined their causes to our own. All these shall be restored. What General Vagon called the Battle of France is over. I expect that the Battle of Britain is about to begin. Upon this battle depends the survival of Christian civilization. Upon it depends our own British life. 
and the long continuity of our institutions and our empire. The whole fury and might of the enemy must very soon be turned on us. Hitler knows that he will have to break us in this island or lose the war. If we can stand up to him, all Europe may be free and the life of the world may move forward into broad, sunlit uplands. But if we fail, then the whole world, including the United States, including all that we have known and cared for, will sink into the abyss of a new dark age, made more sinister and perhaps more protracted by the lights of perverted science. Let us, therefore, brace ourselves to our duties and so bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its Commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say this was their finest hour. In this fine polemic oratory delivered to the British House of Commons on June 18th, 1940, Prime Minister Churchill said, I expect that the Battle of Britain is about to begin. He was indeed correct. Only a few months after the speech was delivered, the German forces began attacking England with bombs and without mercy. With intention, the German planes dropped their payloads, hitting schools, hitting apartment blocks, hitting civilian homes, and ruthlessly hitting hospitals. Notwithstanding this wicked and most brutal attack, an attack that occurred nightly, lasting for several weeks, the brave British citizens and citizen soldiers survived the bombardment and, with the help of many admirable allied nations, went on to defeat the Nazi forces, to end their fanatical desire to overtake the world's population, to terminate their appalling plan to exterminate our innocent Jewish brethren, and to finally bring peace again to the European continent. TheLinguist.com, the power of language.